Hey there, and welcome to Fedora Podcast, episode 28. I'm your host, Eric, the IT guy, Hendrix, and joining me, you're becoming a regular. We, we should we should see about getting you a raise. This is Mr. Joseph Gayoso. Did I get that right? Yes, yes even you got the... it right. Well, ha- happy to be back. Um, yeah, we can talk about it. No, I'm good. Uh, I'm happy to, <laughs> to jump on. I don't know if I'll be able to make it too often more, but i um, happy to be here. <laughs> I'm definitely glad to, to have you joining me uh, this this episode. And, and last episode, we talked about, uh, oh my gosh, I looked it up right before the show. What did we talk about last time? <laughs> we talked about Fedora Cloud. Fedora very, Cloud, that's very, what it was. Yeah, yes. lo- lots of learning regarding that. I probably made myself look a little silly with like, Fedora Cloud can do more than desktop virtualization, right? And it's like, yeah, yes, Joseph, it can do. But whatever, I learned, and I learned, and I got answers to the thing that I was the most excited about. So, as a as a as an end user, I'm happy with that one. <laughs> awesome, yeah. So that was episode 27, uh, available now on a podcast player or a YouTube channel near you. Uh, keep in mind, we are looking at uh, spreading. Uh, the uh, the reach of the Fedora podcast. So make sure to share these episodes with a friend. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, we'll we'll mention that right up front at, off the top of the show. We're also looking at uh, some more open source focused alternatives. So uh, so bear with us as we look at where we want to uh, spread the Fedora podcast, uh, both in audio and video formats. But with that said, I think we ought to dive in and bring on our guest today. We're going to be talking about uh, running Fedora on hardware. But not just any hardware, hardware that you ordered specifically with Fedora to run Fedora. And I can think of no one better than a community friend, Mr. Mark Pearson. Mark, welcome to the Fedora podcast. Really excited. Hello, hello. We've been talking about this episode for like two months now. No, we, we started talking about it before the summer <laughs> break. So. Yeah, so, so, yeah, summer's kind yeah, of a busy time of year. <laughs> a little stop and go, but happy we're here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really I, happy I think, to be here too. Awesome. I think we got some momentum under us now. So glad that you're joining us. Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do uh, for Lenovo, for Fedora, and then uh, and then if if you don't mind, something you do for fun. Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Mark Pearson, in case it's not obvious from the uh, writing underneath my on, on my screen. Uh, so I'm the technical lead for the Lenovo Linux PC team. And so my job, uh, is it, it, it's many different pieces, but basically... The aim is to get Linux up and running on a whole heap of Lenovo PC platforms. And my job is part of doing that. Uh, initially, just sort of like mostly working with communities, like people in Lenovo didn't necessarily understand what was involved to do desktop Linux on that. So I was interacting with that, but increasingly finding, doing more sort of like advocating within Lenovo, explaining how we have to do things, how the next process works. And you know, helping to provide some mentorship, inter- mentorship internally, building up some Linux skills internally, so we can do do more. Uh, helping out customers, debugging issues, making sure they go off to the right place, and every now and then I get to do a little bit of coding for fun. So that's kind of what I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second question was, what do I do for Fedora, if I remember rightly? Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so a lot of it is very selfishly through the Lenovo program. So obviously, mainly, mainly interfacing as the Lenovo, you know, the Lenovo point of contact for the Fedora community into Lenovo so that, hey, you guys can come and say, we want to find out what's happening or what you're doing or, you know, getting involved if whenever the council or one of the work groups have questions, do that. So it's 
mainly as a point of contact. I do uh, periodically do um, merge requests, try and get patches for support that's landed upstream and get it brought into Fedora a little bit earlier. Uh, if you're not aware of the, you know, particularly the kernel intensity, but it takes time for a patch to make its way through the open source process to make it up into Linus's tree and then back down to distro. And we work with Fedora. If there's something that's going to be needed for a platform, as long as it's accepted upstream, then we can help to bring that in a bit quicker. So get, that's my little technical contribution, uh, which is, again, got to keep myself happy, right? Um, <laughs> and uh, I try and help out with the test days as much as I can. Uh, I have, I don't think, I, I have a lot of laptops. I have a stupid number of laptops. And so just <laughs> try and try whenever there's a test day, I try and make sure I run it on a range of the different ones to try and test. I think from a Fedora piece, that's probably it. And then last question was fun. What do I do for fun? <laughs> so um, I, I like I like the outdoors. So I try and spend as much time outside uh, as possible. Uh, my my passion is in the winter. I live in Canada. I live in Ottawa, just uh, well, just south of Ottawa. So we have a lot of snow, and I really like cross country skiing. So that that's the mm -hmm. thing that makes me happy. That's my happy place. I will disappear off into the woods and go ski for hours. Uh, in the summer, it's a bit difficult. <laughs> it's not so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I, I've been cycling. Uh, my, my, my fun things. And I've got two, two, two kids as well. So they keep me busy. So, oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> awesome. So why don't we dive into today's topic? And in fact, we already have the, the obvious question about where can I go and get Fedora on, uh, on Lenovo? So we'll circle to that here in a minute. But um, I'm really curious, and, and honestly so, uh, about the Lenovo Fedora partnership. How how did that come to be? What hmm. was some of the background? And, and Joseph, if you want to chime in on this as well, would love to see how, how this relationship came to be. Sure. Uh, actually, I'm not sure when you got involved, Joe. So when, when I very first joined the PC team, I used to work on network switches, and I, I joined the PC team, and it was just as the Fedora program was starting up. Um, so we, we already did a Ubuntu certification preload program and we did the Red Hat certification uh, program. So we know, we knew the Red Hat engineers and I don't fully know the ins and outs of how it actually started, but I know Christian Schaller, Matthew Miller, and then my boss at the time had a discussion about doing a Fedora preload. And, and a Fedora preload makes a lot of sense. Fedora is a great distribution to put on new hardware. It's the, you know, the fairly fast moving, um, aspect of it is, is perfect. So uh, yeah, I remember quite early on, I think it was one of my first visits to the States to sort of see my boss and team. Then I met up with Matthew and we went out for curry and kind of hashed out basically on both sides, what the expectations are. And it was very important for, for us and Lenovo to make sure that we were doing something that worked for the Fedora team. We didn't, you know, we wanted to make sure that, and that's why we have the agreement that we're not going to modify Fedora, take Fedora unchanged. We add in some Lenovo documentation and, and we do the Fedora. And that comes with other challenges, which we can get into if you want, but that's kind of where it started. And I think 20, what was it? It was three, three, three and a bit years ago, 2020, maybe 2019. Anyway, I have the date written down somewhere. I did look it up and we did the X1 Carbon 8. P53 and the P1 Gen 2. They were the, we did the first three platforms to see how it worked. It was 
quite interesting. Like we actually got Fedora up and running. There's the usual technical challenges, and we can talk about that if you're interested. But uh, you know, it's not easy getting Linux running on a new hardware platform. But we got there, and we got it all done, and then we started to hit process issues, which was kind of uh, it, it was it was interesting. There's there's been the program has you know not been run that many, and it's definitely a lot of it is figuring stuff out um, as we go along. So that's been fun. And then yeah, so from there it's uh, carried on. Uh, Pretty much every year we add, uh, we've been able to add one or two extra platforms, um, mostly AMD platforms. Uh, so we've been adding quite a few more of those, partly at request of the Fedora community. We did a poll and one of the big standing pieces of feedback was we want more AMD. So we were, we were able to do that. Um, and so I know last year we added the Z series and a couple of the P series AMDs. This year we're adding the T16 AMD. So we've been able to do it a few more. Um, the um, we still have some challenges around Nvidia cards and Fedora. So that's that's definitely our the biggest pain point. And uh, I know looking forward, there's light on the horizon for that. So hopefully Fedora program continues to grow. Uh, did that answer the question? Um, well, I mean. I, I want to know all the details, all the dirty laundry. <laughs> yeah. I want to know where the bodies are buried. But no, honestly, just I've got, uh, I've got a really big yard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we established where the bodies are buried now. So there just... you go. That unexpected detail. Um, so just yeah, that, 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 was really the... that, that, that was something I was very curious about too, because I, I came in. It's been maybe over a little a year now, mm -hmm. uh, but. Um, that was something that I wanted to, to to learn about, and I did have questions. So you were asking about like you know the challenges that have come up since the program started. Mm. Um, I imagine you already mentioned the technical challenges, and there may be other challenges too. Um, there's actually a question in the chat that kind of leads into what I would like to ask, which is, and I don't know if there's a way, Eric, that you could put it. There you go. What are the key differences between hardware on Lenovo laptop uh, for Windows versus Linux? Okay. So the aim of the program is nothing at all, right? That's, that's where we go to. It's the same hardware, same firmware. And uh, we, try, we try really, really hard to avoid having specific, you know, Linux-only configurations. Um, so uh, there's advantages and disadvantages to going that route. But uh, for, I, I think it's a, it's a worthy goal, right? The aim is you can go and buy a Lenovo laptop and whether you run windows or linux it should give you a good experience right it should comparable and and that there are a few caveats and a lot of it is down to the closed source nature of pieces that happen in windows that are that much harder to do in linux so um it's a, I, i'm an engineer so i have this real tendency to focus on the problems <laughs> so the, the, the lenovo marketing team are going shut up um but, but so no, what, so, what is uh, the what is the biggest issue uh, or the most fundamental well, so, issue? Uh, no the, like a specific example is i know for the last two years the mippy camera which is the sort of like hmm. computer vision ai camera used on the top end x1 carbons we just have not had support available for that on Linux, right? We've been working with Intel to get it done, but it's it's a tough problem. It takes time. It's, it's not ready yet. And so for the first time, uh, well, last year and this year, we've not been able to, we've had to block Linux preloads on the X1 Carbon with the MIPI camera. And it's not unintentional. That's not what we wanted, but it's the reality that it takes time sometimes to develop this. And that's kind of how it, so we, we that that's 
basically the main one. The other one that comes up sometimes is W1. We, we are very close to solving the W1 issue. So at the moment, we don't turn on, we don't allow W1 for Linux preload just because it's not quite there. We don't want Linux users to have a bad experience, but I think we, uh, I'm optimistic we're going to have that one rolled back sold for next year. Uh, sport. We'll see. Um, yeah, so they're, they're the two ones, but otherwise, you have to give... Uh, you know, credit to the hardware vendors. They, we work with them. So a lot of our processes, I'm, I'm starting planning for next year's laptop. So I know what the hardware devices are going to be in there. And we're talking to the hardware vendors. They are required as part of our program to have Linux support. And, and your cat is amazing, just for the record. It's, <laughs> is it a cat or a dog? Oh, but it's rolling around in the background. Happy as. Yeah, that's <laughs> Something else. I'm sorry. It it's just sounds bag. like that is one happy animal. Um, <laughs> Probably because she gets to hang out with me all day and just yeah. lay around and sleep. Life is good. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do, a, do a plug for the video live stream. If you're listening to audio, you're missing <laughs> yeah, out. You got to check apologize. into the YouTube video and see what's I, up. <laughs> I normally listen to this on uh, when I'm walking the dog, so I, I miss out on this experience. Anyway, so where was I? So yeah, we work with the hardware vendors, and you know well in advance so that they know what's coming. And I mean, the big companies, Intel, AMD, it's fairly obvious. They're getting their support upstream already. And you can see, if you read Tronics, you can see, you know, the report on patches landing for the meteor-late graphics, yada, yada. So that, that that's, but there's this whole bunch of other vendors doing touchpads and touchscreen and Wi-Fi and, you know, all these other little controllers in there and you need them to support Linux too. And so, you know, it's, it's making sure that it's, it's a bit bumpy sometimes. That's part of the Linux program. But I will say, I think in the three and a bit years, four, four years I've been doing it, this is something that's getting better. The, the hardware vendors are getting more experience. And from my point of view, that's quite exciting. because that, that means that Linux support on these laptops should get easier. We, we will definitely have challenges with things like MIPI, where you know intellectual property and those concerns rear their ugly head and they're difficult to deal with. And that's something we have to work with. But... I think overall, the Linux ecosystem is is in good shape. It's uh, which is, from my point of view, is exciting. So as a as a obviously a Linux fan enthusiast first, <laughs> absolutely. Well, from from a consumer perspective, a lot of that doesn't show. To be honest, um, mm. I've I've run a number of platforms using Fedora Linux. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, I've got a uh, X1 Carbon around here somewhere. <laughs> Yes, which one? <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's a couple of years old now. Uh, I was I was issued it by my employer and uh, ran Fedora Linux on it from day one. I've done in place upgrades. I use yep. the firmware updating tool and keep keep all the patches up to date. And honestly, it has been a fantastic experience. That's good. I've I've got an Asus uh, Republic of Gamers laptop that's got an Nvidia graphics card and a higher end AMD CPU. But it wasn't built specifically for Linux, and I've had nothing but issues between the AMD CPU and then NVIDIA GPU. So having the right hardware platform and having the right partnerships, and as you mentioned, working with the community in order to to identify those bugs, push them upstream, get them resolved as quickly as possible, and then back downstream into the hardware platforms itself... You honestly, your team makes this look really easy. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. really. (laughs) My hair didn't used to be gray. Um, (laughs) 
Sorry for you podcast listeners. Um, <laughs> so, uh, no, it's a really valid point. One of the things that I know I'm finding interesting, because we don't do, I should be clear, we don't do all Lenovo laptops. And I, and I hope eventually our program expands and includes more. But we do ThinkPad, ThinkStation, ThinkCenter, um, and Think Edge, but that's kind of a little bit unique. So, but yeah, I know I have lots of people wanting to run on Legions, on IdeaPad, and you know, that series, and those are not part of the Linux program. And let's give credit to the Linux community; they they make Linux run on there. But it's really interesting how many issues are in the platform firmware, and and I think it's where programs like ours are important. Um, so yes, helping push hardware vendors is good, but. You, there's a lot that happens in those ACPI tables and in and in the BIOS firmware, um, and that's just the sad fact of life. It's you know, as, as an open source enthusiast, it's not not ideal, but yeah, that's where you need the vendors to to be involved. And and I think it helps. I think it helps show that Linux uh, Linux's demand is is real, which I think is important. So that helps, you know. We have our program, competitors have a program, and there's a reason, right? There's demand out there, so that's important. For sure. So you mentioned producing additional hardware platforms with that with that pre-built support for Fedora. Mm. What, what does that process look like from identifying a hardware platform, whether okay. it's a Think Center or an X1 Carbon, to testing out Fedora? Sure. What, what does it look like to from decision to there's actually a, okay. a platform out okay. the door? All right. So, firstly, product. just wave your hands if I start babbling, okay? Because this is this is where I can get, if I go too much. But so, we, as I mentioned, we st I'm starting right now gathering hardware specs, and so we will gather those, and we will work with the Red Hat engineers and Canonical engineers under NDA uh, to make sure that they know what's coming, and obviously working with the hardware vendors to know. So that that's the starting point, and then things bubble along quietly, and so. We get the very first hardware prototypes. The Linux team don't actually do a lot with the very early ones. We found our experience has been that there's just too much instability, too many firmware issues been fixed that it's of limited value. Uh, they need to get the platform somewhat stable. We do get a few of them, but sort of like the key key platforms, so that we can get some early testing on. You know, we've, we've started testing on a couple of next year's platforms very early, just just to get an idea of where we are and to be able to go to Intel and say, hey, you got you've got graphics drivers issues or AMD, you've got some, you know, whatever. Um, and those are not specific examples. I'm making those up. <laughs> but so after the early prototypes, which uh, we have the, like the main prototypes, we call them SITs. So we have th those kind of the prototype level. That's where our program really kicks in. So that's where we get hardware samples. We'll be sending some off to the Red Hat lab and engineers. We're sending off to Canonical, we're sending off some to the hardware vendors. And so a bunch of hardware goes out, and that's when we start bringing up Linux and basically finding out where the issues are. And it's a whole bunch of communication just saying, right, this doesn't work to the device drivers, engineers who need it, firmware team, yada, yada, and pulling together all the pieces. And so by the end of that, we should be in good shape. We should actually have something we can run. And we hit the pre-production hardware, we call SVT. And we do another, another round of testing on that so that's where we start to do the certification process for ubuntu and red hat and with fedora that's where we will start to do our qa testing so the way fedora doesn't have a certification program so we kind of have like we've developed our own internal testing program that we do for fedora that essentially makes sure that the qa team gets it they hammer it and make sure 
there's no issues. If there are, then a, I have to go and make sure that they're fixed upstream and then I have to work with, you know, laser bugzilla and sign Fedora and get the fixes pulled in and all that. So when everything's ready to go, um, I think no, maybe not, I, I go off to the release engineering team. And if I'm really lucky, I get to just take a release image, like Fedora 38 release image. If I'm really lucky, I get to just take that and go, da-da, Fedora 38 release image, here we go. Chances of that happening kind of small. <laughs> the timing is rare. I think it's happened once, maybe twice. But usually what happens is we go to the release engineer and say, can we have a, a, a new image based off the latest? So you've got Fedora 38, and then you'll have had fix, 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 fix. And so we like, can we get an image built with these fixes in and they do it because they're amazing and they do it and they give it to me and then it goes off to our QA team. They will do more sanity checking, make sure it all works. Uh, we do energy certification, which is actually really interesting, very painful, uh, but to make sure that um, all the, you know, that you're not burning watts and that you're sleeping properly, it will catch any suspend resume sleep issues there. Um, and to make sure that your numbers are, are you know, within a certain envelope and, and industry acceptable. And we, because we have Energy Star on Windows, we and we use the same hardware, going back to your earlier question, we have to do the energy certification on Linux as well, which is good. That, you know, means you're getting a product that you know is going to work. Once that is all done, we build our preload uh, image that goes off to manufacturing and da -da -da -da, it's all ready and done. And then we have to go to the web teams and say, could you please, please put this up on the website. And I suspect we're going to be talking about that shortly. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's the process in quite a long twisted nutshell. <laughs> did, uh, did any of it confusing? <laughs> any questions? <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. And it's good to have that perspective. I think between that and then you talking about the hardware vendors that you work with, um, it, it really goes to show that when we say like, oh, just, just you know, get support on, on my computer. I want to run X hardware on Linux. Just make it happen. It, it really, when you when you sh kind of showcase, look, these are all the steps that are involved, it really demonstrates it's not an easy process or a lot no. of moving parts. And yeah, and I think any vendor who is doing this, you know, seriously, give give them credit and mean that across the industry. And it's it's quite exciting that so many are right. So because it's not easy, it's uh, there's we all benefit from the work that each other's doing, but um, which is great, right? Because community. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very happy for that for sure. Now, one of the things that I've I've come to love and and also respect about uh, Fedora uh, users, especially those that will go as far as like joining the Matrix space uh, or the Fedora discussion board and get engaged with the community, uh, is that a lot of those people are very very conscious of things like privacy rights, things like um, things like uh, dedication open source. Not a lot of proprietary blobs in what yep. they're using. <laughs> so very uh, fedora i guess what i'm saying it has a very large population of very idealistic people um people uh, I, I used to be one i'm sadly becoming a parent and and everything has made me a little bit more pragmatic but you know still like my open source freedom <laughs> but um it's a superpower the, it, it right, is it's, 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 it's a linux totally superpower is. it's like you're not going to get it anywhere else, right? It's oh, for sure. really, it's really critical to maintain it. I'm, I, I think it's important. Yeah. 
And so one one of the other areas of interest that uh, the the Fedora community has been has been chatting about lately has been a commitment to the the environment towards towards a natural ecosystem towards mm. responsible waste and a, a little bird told me that Lenovo is actually working pretty hard to cut down on their waste with different laptops. You want to talk about those programs? So I, I can I had to do some research for this. So I, I was primed for this bit. So I will just, as a caveat, this is not my area. So I will try and be as good as possible. But And, and a big thank you to the I, I, a media team who helped me gather some pieces. From my point of view, it was actually really interesting because I, I, I knew there was some of this stuff going. I, I get to Tend some internal talks. Mainly, I use them to keep an eye on what technology is coming down the line to make sure that Linux gets thought about. But <laughs> I've been to a few of those around the sustainability, but I wasn't sure what I could talk about. Um, so I've got a few notes, um, and it kind of breaks down. And I'm going to have to read this a little bit. So if I'm looking sideways, that's why, because this is not my my area. But uh, so it breaks down into kind of like two main pieces, where sustainability is one, and durability, and repairability is another. But um, so one of the things that I thought was really interesting is they've embraced the circular economy, which was not something that I was hugely aware of. It's uh, I don't so it was not something I knew about. But basically, the idea about it is is so uh, products uh, made and used and then returned instead of being discarded, consigned to waste, they look to basically to reuse them in some form. So we have. Uh, services so you can return your device at the end of its life and it gets wiped clean all data and then it either gets recycled or repurposed uh, which was really interesting and I, I know again I'm going off a little bit of a tangent but when I was talking to them about this I was like oh so do you donate them and they were like yes I was like, oh Linux would be a great fit for that because uh, just if you go to any community event you will see a ton of old hardware because Linux keeps running on it for years. <laughs> so I was like, I wonder if... Uh, so anyway, that's a little action item for me is to go and find out what happens to this and if we can uh, shoehorn some more Linux in. Yeah, but uh, yes, yeah, um... so th there's pieces there. They will also recycle it. They will maybe, I think, believe they will maybe take out pieces to be used as um, extra components so they can extend the life of other laptops. You know, there's there's a whole big... And they said the circular economy, which is apparently, you know, alive and well. They have a program and they call it Lenovo's Asset Recovery Service. So I don't know a lot about it, but we do have it. It's real. And I was allowed to talk about it publicly. So there is um, there's a, one website on Lenovo. If you search Lenovo Sustainability, there's a whole report with a lot in it. And so it's public. Um, and I know that there's also a big push for recycled materials in the platform so there's a lot of they call it pcc which is post-consumer content and basically recycled plastic so i think there's a whole bunch of that goes into platforms and plans to increase it every year i'm not going to do numbers but there's a bunch and i know like all the packaging um this bamboo and recycled cardboard and i think aluminum or aluminum depending on where you are in the world uh, <laughs> magnesium i think uh, uh, that's a large part of that is recycled too so there's that, that was interesting from my point of view stuff i didn't know about i don't know if i can answer many questions about it because i'm reading off a sheet but there's that um and then the other part was the durability and repairability and i know repairability is something that's very close to uh, people's hearts in the Linux community 
um, well, durability too, right? We're kind of known for our durability, actually. Uh, so, but there's a there's a whole bunch of stuff they're doing to be able to extend life cycles. And the one that I found the most interesting personally is that there's a goal that by 2025, 26, 84 percent of repairs can be done at the customer site without having to send it to their service center. Wow. So, uh, you know, it's watch this space, <laughs> and I wish I knew more of the funky details of how that happens, but. Yeah, there's work happening. And from my point of view, it was kind of interesting to learn about. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I volunteered to 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 work on the Fedora podcast is because I get to talk to people and work on work on topics that I don't necessarily know. Yeah, no, about. This, so I this was cool. And it was like, yeah, I, I'd been meaning to find out for a while. And it's like, oh, OK, so, a nice thing. I got some help for this one. I was like, I need to cover these topics. Please help. And so they you want me a bunch of stuff <laughs> well and and mark mark and his team uh were incredibly responsive uh as, as joseph and i were, were prodding him for topics and and things to discuss so um it, it wasn't too bad right mark i mean we didn't we didn't no, no, break no, you no. over the coals or anything so if you're no, no, if, no. You're, and, and, if you have a topic for fedora that you want on the podcast just reach out to to the fedora marketing team we'd, we'd be more than happy to uh and, to talk with y'all and, and I'll bounce that back and say just genuinely, I try and be, I think one of the important parts of doing a Linux thing is, is openness, right? There's a reason we love open code and open community. And I try to, it's not easy. It's not necessarily culture set, but I will say I've been, I've been really strongly supported in Lenovo and I've been, been, been allowed to do stuff like this. I'm an engineer. They don't usually let us out of our, out of our sort of like <laughs> cupboards under the stair. And, uh, but no, Lenovo has been really good. So I try and, I try and be as open as possible about, you know, what's happening with our program and, and what we're doing. It's not always easy, but as much as it can. Yes, we're very grateful. I know it's been uh, most uh, everything that I know has been um, in, in this conversation, but also kind of uh, learning about it from from previous talks you've given. You've been you know previous participant in in um, Fedora Nest and what have you, and, and also very active in the discussion forums. So I think that um, I know at some no, point we'll that... transition into into that piece, but uh, of, of, just, of Fedora just... and Lenovo, but. Just as a note, the the forums and the community part is one of the happy parts of my job. I I don't love internal paperwork and process. It has to be done. It's important. But being part of the community is kind of fun. Nice. We're, we're, hey, we're grateful. We're very happy to have you. And you're I was uh, I was very sad to miss Fedora flock this year. I, I couldn't make it because I was actually on on vacation with my family at the time and couldn't be. That was, was genuinely that was the one. I was like, I really wanted to go to that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think all of us are out on that one. Maybe next year. Yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I'm definitely starting to have the conversations I need to have to try to get there next year. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so, uh, Mark, the engineer, we actually had a, uh, a pretty deep technical question come in asking if the laptops that are shipped uh, have LibreBoot or an other open no. bootloader. Yeah, no, we've had, uh, I've had this customer, CoreBoot is the other one that usually gets mentioned. So no, it's the same BIOS as is used for Windows. And uh, yeah, at the moment, there's no plans of doing an open boot. I, I can totally see why people want it. I get it. But no, at the moment, it's not, it's not planned. Although knowing knowing the Linux kernel and the uh, and the open source community, I have a feeling that someone out there is working on that. So I, I imagine a number of platforms, even specific to Lenovo, would probably support that. It's just not something that Lenovo as a manufacturer is is pro providing out of the box. So it, right. it may still work, Tester. 
yeah, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I know there's some really, really smart people who work on that stuff, and kudos to them. But yeah, it's not something that we're doing. I'm one of the most basic people when it comes to running a desktop or laptop. <laughs> so I, I used, my stuff works. A, I'm happy. A, lo a long time ago, I used to work on the bootloaders for uh, Power PC based network switches, so mm. I know how much work it is. Uh, but yeah, that was many years ago when my hair was not gray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joseph, I want to put you on the spot here because you've been flying a little under the radar. And uh, so I'm going to put you on the spot and we're going to talk about the, the relationship from the other perspective. So we have we have this partner in Lenovo and um, I, I, am, I am in love with Lenovo because I, I run Fedora. I, I work at Red Hat and I so I'm around Lenovo products all over the place. But I know that Fedora is not just a gimme, gimme, gimme. The Fedora community does not have the uh, the attitude of, we're an open source project, we're, we're an open source community, so just give us all the handouts. So I know that Fedora does a lot of work from a marketing perspective and from a community perspective to even give back to Lenovo. You want to talk a little bit about that relationship? Sure thing. So yeah, that, that was something that became a, a very intentional focus on the marketing team um, around March. Um, so I knew, like like I mentioned before, I came into the Fedora project um, about a year before just because I thought tech is cool and Fedora is neat and it has secure boot. So it's the one I went with. Um, but in, in, in growing that, I did see Lenovo's presence beforehand. Um, I assumed that there was some relationship or collaboration on the technical end, uh, but I wasn't sure how much more there was or if there was room to do that. Uh, one concern that does come up within Fedora is, you know, we want to emphasize that this is not, you know, Fedora is not a business. It's an open source project. We're a community. Decisions are arrived at together. Uh, and that can... Uh, chafe a bit with um, some maybe tendencies that might sound sound too salesy or what have you. So actually, from my end, even though for the for the whole time I've been working on the marketing team, I did have a desire to see like, hey, if, if I, I hear that there are laptops that you can buy from Lenovo with Linux installed, uh, but I, I don't see that talked about too much, and I wasn't sure how much we could talk about it because of of, of Fedora's culture. Then. March comes around, and uh, the Fedora Council starts talking about the the, the five-year plan that we're trying to do, the, the Fedora Strategy 2028. And one of those objectives that we discussed was it was very explicit. So the, the, the objective is literally Fedora Linux is available pre-installed on more systems from more vendors. And the impact of that that we're looking for is reduced barrier to entry, let some more people try Fedora. So that's very specific language that we're trying to commit to for the next five years. So I got very excited. I jumped into it saying like, well, yeah, from a marketing perspective, we could be doing all these things, which, which I'll get into now. And the whole community was like, yes, let's do that. Like, why aren't we already doing that? Uh, which I was very excited about and very pleased uh, for that reaction. So um, one of the things that we did as part of uh, doing that uh, for the marketing perspective is look, we have to have that kind of communication with with Lenovo directly. So that led to a fun uh, Lenovo Fedora world domination plan. Uh, so that thread is there if you want to like see what some of that initial conversation was. A lot of ideas are there. Um, and really, it led to us starting communication, started answering some questions and get clarification uh, on a few different things. So um, if I can try to and also another thing that I'll say is this that we're trying to do with Lenovo. Lenovo is, in, in my opinion, our 
you know, they've been with uh, the Fedora community through this program for a long time. We really wanted to give them attention because even though you may have seen announcements or what have you for, for, for other partners, uh, Lenovo's been there. Lenovo's here with Fedora laptops that you can buy. So from my perspective, as like the marketing salesy guy, I want to shout that from the mountaintops and make sure that um we are doing as much as we can on the Fedora side to uh, not, not empower, but like, really like take advantage of, of, of everything that Lenovo is providing for us to help them see success, help them see what they want to see through the Lenovo program, and then get that to more people who are interested in not only in Fedora, but also in Linux and have them see, hey, Lenovo is 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 moving in this space and it's very exciting. Come support us. Um, the two broad categories that I would say most of our marketing initiatives uh, will be on, or maybe I should say three, it would be... Uh, support through social media, which we are working on. That's part of a broader initiative on just in general. We are trying to have more active social media presences in a more sustainable way because that's been a challenge in the past. The third, the, the, the second pillar I would say is uh, kind of trying to be a liaison. I know Mark, in, in your case, you, you've been around, you've been around. So, you know, a lot of folks to talk to and you, you're, you know, you're, you mentioned you listen to the podcast. So um, that's something where if, in, in your case, you may know, but if there are other areas where if you needed to get connected to the Fedora magazine or, or if there was something community blog oriented or the podcast or uh, the YouTube channel in general, we wanted to make sure that uh, when it came to any other areas of Fedora that involved content <laughs> production, that we explored those opportunities and um, get something going, seeing if any, anyone is interested to help there. Uh, and then the third piece is uh kind of getting to the question that folks have been asking about in chat, which is uh, finding Lenovo laptops. So that it basically what we are trying to do is provide a, 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 a pay. A web, I say web. I, yeah. We want to have a web page basically that says, if you want a laptop that ships with Fedora on it, here's the website and you can go there and find them. And this would be our easy way of lifting up a lot of the Lenovo Linux configurations that are out there, the ones that come preloaded with Fedora. Um, one of the challenges that we saw as part of that world domination discussion is there were a few uh, configurations that were available, but either they were available only in certain regions or they weren't available yet. It was something that was still being developed. Um, and even then some folks would have, you know, this is something I'd heard from like my, my, even my year from before, It'd be challenging to find the links. So I, that's part of the evolving relationship that we have between Fedora and and, uh, and Lenovo. And as part of us wanting to make sure like, hey, we, you know, in as far as, as you're able to go, Lenovo, we want to do what we can to, to push the other, the other way ahead. And, and that's the idea behind that. Um, as it currently exists, it's a table that we completed. Um, and right now it lives in Fedora discussion. Uh, there's three broad categories uh, where the device should uh, either it ships with Fedora, it uh, specifically does support Fedora, or it's Fedora friendly. And so what's the logic behind that? The logic behind that is somewhat obvious, right? But if it ships with Fedora, it ships with Fedora. But specifically, it's uh, it means you can, you can buy Fedora Linux from the vendor and it's been tested so that it's going to give you an experience that, you, that, that it should run well. If it supports Fedora, uh, that it kind of has two uh, situations in it. And um, one of them is 
this is somewhere where, there, where maybe the, the, the partner isn't shipping Fedora, uh, but they do want to support Fedora, have, make sure that it is working. So there are some folks who exist in that category um, and where the vendor has kind of put their name saying, yeah, this does support Fedora, even though if we're not shipping it. But another category uh, that exists within supporting Fedora is the stuff that uh, you Mark has done the work. It does run with Fedora, but maybe there's something going on where the configuration to, to get it available on the web store, that's not available yet for whatever reason. We still want to point folks to those devices. So that's where um, those devices would live. And then the logic behind, which to be honest, Mark, you could correct me if maybe this is stretching it up. I did want to come up with a Fedora friendly category, uh, which is basically something that, Maybe Lenovo hasn't put their name on it saying, yes, we have tested it to run Fedora. Um, but in these cases, these are devices that have been approved for RHEL. So the idea there is, you know, if it runs RHEL, you know, I don't know, you could give Fedora a shot. You know, it, it should be all right. No, no, I don't no. know. Mark, what, what are your thoughts it, for that one? No, absolutely. And, and so the, the way our Linux program is designed is everything is upstream, right? So honestly, my, my aim is I want anybody to be able to run any Linux distro. And you know, some are easier than others. And Fedora is basically, from my perspective, one of the easiest to get running on platform. But yes, so any, th any of our platforms that have been Linux certified, uh, be it with Red or Ubuntu, should work very well with the Fedora. I I I've run Fedora on virtually everything that I have, everything. <laughs> and the only <laughs> caveat that I would offer is NVIDIA card. Depending on your generation NVIDIA card, you may need to go through some hoops to get the NVIDIA driver installed. Yeah, which is which is I think fair for a lot of folks that have been following here. So, so that that now that list that we linked to, which thank you Eric for for showing it on screen, um, it does currently live in this discussion page because it's something that really was for the purposes of getting out there so that we could talk about it in the community. But uh, the uh, the next step is to migrate this over to uh, Fedora Docs, so it would live there and still be marketing maintained. Um, so that list will grow, grow with other options as they're available. Uh, I, I actually oh, I mentioned to Mark earlier that I think merge requests, that'll be facilitated through there so that um, we can collaborate more closely there as opposed to what I have now is not a, a, an ideal solution, really. Um, and then the third phase, which uh, the websites and apps team is kind of in the, on the loop on, is to do the actual website piece. So that wouldn't be for everything. If you, if you saw the list, you saw there's ships with Fedora, supports Fedora, and then a long list of Fedora friendly. Um, so really in, in that case, I, I think the list, the, the, the webpage that we're looking to develop that can make it very simple to, to find the links to these configurations um, would be emphasizing what ships with Fedora first, and then maybe secondarily, and maybe I don't know how to be, maybe de-emphasize or something, but lower down, you'd find what supports Fedora. And then maybe we'll have a link at the bottom that just points you to the Fedora documentation. Because I do think that the that, that page on Fedora Docs will be the source of truth, and that'll inform the uh, the, the web pages that gets built and, and, and updated over time. So that's the one that I'm very excited for because it uh, it helps to just make it very easy if you're looking for um uh, a machine if, if you want to buy your lenovo laptop and you're like hey i hear that like where's my fedora lenovo i want to buy it um and we could just give you this link and there there are all the options for you um it's still a work in progress but um we're, we're, we're getting there and we're grateful to to be to where we are now 
Um, so I'll, I don't know if you guys have any comments there, but I, I can keep on going on, on other things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, and it's been, it's been interesting because there's been a bunch of comments coming through on the side about how. Oh yeah, I have been. Uh, I, I was just trying to get <coughs> it all in a coherent way. No, no, so no. So, any comments. And and so yeah, I, I know I had a. I, I, if you don't mind, I will respond to those, but I will just say you know a big thank you to the Fedora marketing team because it's it's awesome. So I'm an engineer. I don't have a marketing budget, and I know it's something that we have been missing. Uh, on our side, we do all the technical work, and we have not done a job of marketing or, or selling it. So, but it's been it's been really fun to work with the Fedora marketing team, and, and very welcoming. And, and yeah, great, thank you. So, on that, so um, but I know there were a few comments about you know it being a scavenger hunt, and it's really hard to find. And absolutely, yes, I 100% agree. Um, so just just to explain some of the, there are actually technical reasons for this. So uh, every and this is obviously Lenovo specific, but every geo has their own web team and it's up to the web team if they put them online. And that in itself is a challenge. And that's something which I think we have to do a better job of basically showing there is Fedora demand, right? They are very much focused on if they're going to ship laptops. That's what their job is. Um, but what's been really interesting is so initially we had the most success in the US, but the US takes uh, the, um, they set up a, blah, 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 platform with Linux. They set up a whole separate bundle. So you can find this platform with Linux bundle. And you go in there and all of the options, you'll basically, you'll have just Linux. And you know you might have to choose between Ubuntu and Fedora, but it's all been crafted just for Linux. And that's great. And it does mean that you can actually search and you can search for Linux and it will find just those platforms. And we actually have a dynamic page that will show those, um, which is wonderful. Uh, the promise is a whole heap of work. And there are... You know, they've got a bunch of other stuff to do. They've got all these other platforms to go. They've got a heap of things to do. And so the Linux team are coming in there and go, hey, yeah, we've got 40 platforms. And they're just, they're, they're, they're swamped. So that's definitely been a challenge. And it's a shame because it gives a very, very good user experience. But they've just not been able to get many platforms up. But I will have an update in a second. Um, on the Europe side, or we call it EMEA, but Europe, England's included. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and a few others. Um, they took a different approach, and uh, it's much simpler. So basically, you can go and you go into, let's take the X1 Carbon 11, and you can go into the X1 Carbon 11 and should be able to go in there, and it will be Windows is selected by default. That is the default, but you can go and choose Fedora as your operating system, and it will modify things uh, accordingly. And that's much less work for them. So they can basically just add in Fedora option, and it shows up. Um, there are a couple of downsides. The, the user experience is not as good because there are a few limitations. We talked about the MIPI camera and WAN and, and you know, there's a few Windows specific things that you don't want on Linux. And so if you configure a system and then change the OS, you might get an error message. So there's a few usability bumps that honestly, as Linux users, I think we can accept. Um, and the other big downside is searchability is much harder because of the way the website works. And this is outside my league you can't just search for Linux. So you have to know that the platform has it, go into the build your PC and then choose it. But there's no good way of searching it. And, and it's a limitation. So I've been looking into how we fix that because if I can have the EMEA ease of them putting up, I don't want it to be a lot of work for them. I want them to just be able to go bang, Linux is available. If I can fix it so it's searchable as well, that'd be great. So we're looking at that. But that's just to explain some of the questions about why is it hard to find? Just a, a little lift behind the curtains to, so you understand what's going on. 
Yeah, and it's a good point too because in some respects, uh, I would like for this. Um, it's kind of like a little database that we're trying to develop, mm. uh, but I think that the goal. Um, and, and up for us kind of supporting it as far as you can, you know, I, I, I hear that of, you know, the marketing team or the media team having to, uh, to, to work to try to turn on these platforms on the website and that can be a challenge. So that's in my mind, part of the value add for the Fedora project is trying to smooth out those areas where there would be a challenge because there are more things going on than just shipping a laptop with Fedora. Um, so I do see that as an opportunity, but over time, as you're doing that work, then the listing for uh, Lenovo's that ship with Fedora becomes less and less this uh, kind of this thing that we need in order to get the word out for, hey, here are the places where you can buy Lenovo with Fedora, <laughs> and it becomes just an additional place where maybe someone's on the regular Fedora website, they click on our hardware partner link, and then they happen to see that Lenovo's there, but otherwise, if someone knows that Lenovo does ship with Linux and with Fedora, they have, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, innocuous for them to look yeah. it up and, and be able to do that. So in some yeah. respects, it's almost uh, just a stop. No, it's, it's very cool. And thank you for doing that. So, um, so to summarize, it sounds like the best place to go for a regular Fedora user to go and get a hardware platform with Fedora pre-installed is that discussion thread that we've got linked, uh, to find what platforms are Fedora native and follow that link out to the Fedora, uh, out to the Lenovo website uh, that, that lists well, that, that platform. Yeah, and the, the only caveat I'd need to say is that I know like for these ones in Europe, we can't list all, all the countries done. So it might have a link to the UK or France, but just change it for your country. Uh, and I think, I know, so we, we, have a, we have a US one to add, which is not on that page yet. Um, but I think we might add the US ones uh, maybe separately just so that you have a Europe and a US, but uh, just because they are handled differently, if that's okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, and I know that um, when I, what will be nice about switching over to the documentation once we, once we have that set up, which it should be easy. It's just GitLab is scary for me. Okay, guys, <laughs> I just have to do it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, then on that page, we'll be able to spell out a lot more about like what do the categories mean and the caveats for different regions and, 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 and you know, some, some direction on interpreting the, the, the table. So that folks know what they're looking for, but that was very exciting. I don't know if you had any any more to share on, on that specific US um, configuration, Mark. Uh, no, so it's literally breaking news about an hour before the podcast. So can I, the X1 Carbon 11 is finally <laughs> online in the US with Fedora, so it's there. Um, don't buy it today because, <laughs> because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this I looked at it and I was like hey it's uh, the sale on Windows is it's a bit bigger why is that and they went oh it's just because the platform's only gone up give them a bit they're going to fix it so there will be there's a discount there's a, there's a 40% discount on the Linux one but there's a 45 on the Windows so should see okay. that we'll they told me they're going to fix it they told me so a don't send me hate mail saying why is the linux more expensive because it's just reasons uh it's not deliberate and we'll fix it so, uh but yes so um that that's available on the us finally they we do have some other platforms rolling out now they are not the fedora preloaded ones and, I'm, and maybe i should just cover because i know there's a question about the x13 over there but we are the, the us has definitely been slower this year for getting platforms up it's been you know and that's something we will work with them on and it's just uh just a just work time effort <laughs> so 
All right, sorry, I was, I was over here writing down, like, don't post about the U.S. one, just <laughs> yeah. Not yet, not yet. We, we confirmed that piece, and then yeah. we'll be good. Hey, you know what, in my mind, to give a little insight on, on the thought process behind marketing content, like social media content, um, you just gave me an excuse to have a separate uh, post about Lenovo. Oh, there you go. That's we have one about the podcast, and then later on, I have one to be like, and here's the laptop, so... I'm happy. We're good. <laughs> and it's very exciting and super timely. <laughs> yes. No, I was going to say, yeah. I, it was like, I knew it was coming. And I was like, can you guys get this done before 5 p.m.? And they, and they were like, try. <laughs> and I think it's like, oh, they've done it. Which is That's awesome. Thank you to that team. Thank, like, you. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you to the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, you, I, I've not been able to say this before, but you heard it here first on the Fedora <laughs> podcast. You did. Just yes. don't click buy now just yet. Just, <laughs> well, unless the money's burned. I mean, if, well, hey, I, mean you well, could. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll jump off of that to to piggyback on. So another piece, like we're we're excited for this initiative, not just because you know more more Linux be loaded on laptops, um, but also because it, it is. I know for for some of us who are using Linux, we do think of it as an extension of advocacy for open source, um, and especially when we think about Lenovo and then the business needs and what have you. Um, I'm going to put on my sales hat again and, and say, like, look, we want to send a demand signal. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to communicate that folks are interested in uh, laptops that support Linux. And what a good way to do that is buy the laptop that already ships with it. So I, w- I want to start talking about that. And you may hear that a little more in, in um, marketing messaging because this is the way that shows in a concrete way um, to, to to our hardware partners that um, not only is it valuable for them to be supporting Linux, um, whether it's through whatever, I mean, whether Ubuntu or Rally, like like you said, a lot of it is upstream, so it helps out folks. But um, with Fedora specifically, you want to see more Fedora hardware, buy the Fedora preloaded laptop. <laughs> I know, and, and it's, I'm not a marketing person. It's, it's a conversation that I find very awkward, <laughs> honestly. Really? Like, yeah, so, um, but yeah, no, it's true. Um, so, Yes, it's massively appreciated by the Linux team when anybody buys any Linux preload, right? It's it is a very strong signal and it and it helps. So um, we we have a strong just set the scene like enterprise uh, Linux usage is doing very well and and it's kind of nice you guys working companies support Linux, but seeing a lot more uh, enterprise customers looking for Linux, so that's helpful. But on the consumer side, it's you know it's a little bit softer, um, and and it's it's important to it's important to send, it's not me, I'm not the person who needs to know, but it's important to send that signal so that they can see that Linux demand is real and, and Fedora as well. Um, so so that's good. Um, I will, as a note, there is a, I mean, people can tell me, the problem is I'm biased and everybody in Lenovo knows I'm biased. Uh, but there is, you know, it. there is a, a, you know, there's a contact us thing on the web page. I think I pointed to it. It's kind of small in the bottom, but if you can't get what you want on your system, it's worth letting them know, right? If the web team see, I know somebody pulled out the X13 yoga, they see a whole bunch of requests for the X13 yoga and it's not available with Linux and it should be, or it's worth letting them know because if, if and don't abuse it only if you're genuinely interested because if it's a bad signal, then it doesn't help. Anybody. But, um, yeah, I think that's uh, worthwhile. Um, so send all of your emails to Mark at yes, Lenovo. Honestly, and, I, uh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I had, uh, so we do, um, the, the Fedora page is excellent and it's really good for targeting Fedora ones and I will be helping keep that up to date when we do a new Fedora release. But we do also have www.lenovo.com slash Linux and on there, whenever we complete a preload, uh, it goes on that page. That's useful. I've had a few comments, bits of feedback on the design of it. We, it we've, we've, we've improved it, but it's still not great, but you should be able to find uh, this, you need the www in front there, whoever just put that in. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you should be able to find the systems which have been tested with Linux. Uh, and the last one is, yes, yeah, so we're on Fedora podcast. Everybody loves Fedora. But the Ubuntu certification, from my point of view, is is as much of it is, you know, we get a Ubuntu preload, but it does help show Linux support. So the Linux team appreciates it. If you can't buy Fedora, if you buy Ubuntu, it's better than no OS. No OS does not help. Linux support at all because from uh, you know if I know it's a bit cheaper but we really appreciate those uh, those Linux sales. Well, I'll ask you this to answer my question because I was actually thinking about that with when when I when when trying to come up with Fedora friendly. Um, I biased it to RHEL because I figured the relationship between RHEL and Fedora. I, I'm not an engineer, so you can, I'm kind of showing showing my hmm. my ignorance there. But um, I did have the thought if if you want if you want to try to run Fedora on a laptop, but it doesn't have the Fedora option, to still say use the Linux option, whether that be Ubuntu or RHEL, and well, you should still have a good shot at at at, uh, at running all right. Do you, yeah. in your opinion, that oh, would extend to Ubuntu as well? Yeah, absolutely. Now, yeah, we do, we don't do RHEL preloads just for the record, so you won't be able to buy that right. off the site. We don't we okay. don't do a, we don't do a, a RHEL preload. Um, it's more enterprise focused, right? Uh, but yes, uh, my experience with I can't think of any actually is, is yeah. The, if it works on Ubuntu, it will work on Fedora. So, uh, well, you get, great, like, yeah. F- Fedora's a great distribution. A, you guys are super friendly and welcoming, but you're also at that nice up to date, which for new hardware makes a big difference. Uh, and, uh, you've been so great to work with and, and, you know, shout out to Justin Ford, but you know, all, all of the engineering team who just make it easier for me to be able to get fixes in and and that's uh, it's you know there's uh, it it's it's one of my go-tos if i've got a new piece of hardware i will usually actually go for door on it first just because it's got a newer kernel and you know all, all new, new use space it, it makes a difference so when your platform's a year old every you know anything will run on it nicely but it's always good for you nice hardware. Which I did want to say, and that'll be my last thing because we're, we're we're getting toward the end here. But I very specifically was like, I have to make a mess on my desk because normally I'll record on a similar like an Asus gaming rig. But I'm like, no, I have my <laughs> T460s, my Woo-hoo! seven-year-old. That's, I was going to say that I I know that one's just got out. It's gone out of support, right? So that yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but it's running great. I love it. So I, I, it was it was I, I wanted to get into it, but we we don't have time to get into it, but. Long story short, I was able to get a hand on, on this one because I was in the market for a used laptop, and I got it for the generous price of free. And it's and it works, right? Great. I it's put pretty Fedora cool. KDE, and it, now I'm running Fedora Kino White. Literally, my yeah. use case. Look, Eric, I'll give you a run for your money in terms of like basic desktop <laughs> use case because I only use Firefox. <laughs> that and like notes, look. Um, but it, but it works. It's all there. I didn't have to do anything. Not even anything in the command line. Uh, it, it, even like the like the webcam work, like I've had issues on other platforms where some things wouldn't be there. So, 
And also from a sustainability perspective, you know, the, the work that you're doing now, that that's going to extend for the life of the device. I hope so, so. Yeah, thank I, you for, for my I computer being able to run Fedora. I, I can't take any credit for the T460S. That was before I even joined this team. No, but, but you're, uh... you're part of that <laughs> legacy. So thank you, Mark, I... anyway. <laughs> Thank you, Lenovo. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted okay. to mention that because I really want. Well, no, I hooked up by everything. It's, uh, it, looks like. it, it is kind of cool how long they keep going. So, and it's yeah, I, I, my my stack of laptops. There's a few of them are getting older, but they still keep going, and it's good. So, I'm I'm going to push my luck here and ask you one last question. Are there any announcements or anything we should keep an eye out for? I mean, we had the one today. And if, I was going to say, the X1 no, that's fine, doesn't but... count. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's old news. That, that happened like oh, yeah, an hour ago. Yeah, we, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we should have, uh, I mean, it's not really an announcement because I think I, I talked about it at one of the uh, previous um, Fedora events. But we, we should all our AMD platforms for this year are not complete yet. The, uh, the, the dates on those slits, and then that's not a Linux thing, that's just generally. So they should be showing up um, in the next, I think, next couple of months. Um, so without trying to, I, I can't be specific, but yeah. So we should, and there's some Fedora on those. So we, I'm hoping, you know, expecting those to come out and uh, should have some, they, they look like good, good systems. So uh, yeah, I think, Nothing world exciting I can share. I'm not allowed to talk about next year's platform. I get a big slap in the wrist. We're very happy. We want to be good partners. We don't want to get you in trouble more. Oh, I get into trouble lots. So, Joseph, any in closing thoughts as we wrap it up today? No, I'm just I'm very excited about this. I'm glad that the Fedora community is so behind the initiative. Um, hopefully, we'll, we'll continue to work on this space. Um, start seeing more content when it comes to uh, like the, the marketing, repeat visits on the on the on the podcast or in other spaces, um, so that folks can can get the word out. Um, because I really want to make sure that um, as much as value as Fedora can add back to Lenovo and our hardware partners, that we do that. And marketing was something that I think was missing before, and hopefully now we can. Whether it's it's adding on top of marketing folks are already doing, or trying to fill the gap, or, or experiment, or show a new new space for for where we can do messaging, um, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited to have the Fedora Partner Initiative um, as something we're invested in on the marketing team. Mark, how about you? Closing thoughts? <clears throat> no, thank you for having me on. It's been fun. Really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's kind of cool to listen to these podcasts and then get to join in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming, <laughs> and also thank you for having me. I probably won't be on the next one, but I, I knew I knew I could share things on this topic, so I'm grateful for that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I I listened to the Fedora podcast as a listener, and uh, and when when uh, when it took a break, I I. I don't know why I keep volunteering for things, but uh, <laughs> but I get to hang out and chat with folks like you. Although I, th I think Mark threw down the gauntlet. We should probably try and be more difficult to work with, Joseph. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, after uh, me, okay? No, after wanna, me. I'm very happy with the <laughs> <Mark>. Mark partnership. <laughs> All right. So wrapping up today, keep an eye out for an announcement from uh, on the Fedora socials. We'll, we'll work with Mark to... Uh, to find out when that uh, when that pricing issue gets fixed, and we'll put that out there. Um, so, if you are a Fedora user and you want to run Fedora on a preloaded uh, platform, definitely go out and 
and put in that feedback help give Mark some ammunition to expand his team, to expand the number of platforms that they offer. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and even more so when, when that pricing does get fixed, go out and buy yourself a new laptop. Um, I give you permission. Uh, I'm not responsible for any spousal uh, retribution, <laughs> but I, you have the IT guy's permission to go out and buy you a new laptop. I actually was... <laughs> All right, blame Lenovo. I was actually in the market uh, a couple of weeks ago, and as we were planning um, whether it was Mark's intention or not, I actually decided to hold off. I want to wait a few months. I want to see what the new AMD platforms look like before I make my decision. But uh, definitely going to be keeping an eye on that. So keep an eye on the Fedora channels, both social and YouTube, uh, and wherever you get your podcasts, because we're going to continue. Um, we're going to continue forward. All my kids are in school, so. Uh, really excited to to get some momentum under us as, as we get the podcast rolling. Um, that said, I actually don't know what our next episode is. I think we had another partner step up and, and want to be on the show. Uh, but if not, I know we've got a whole list of spins that are anxiously uh, waiting for uh, for uh, additional uh, some additional chance to, to talk with the community. So uh, hop on over to the Fedora uh, Matrix space where there is a podcast room. Uh, submit your ideas uh, and and volunteer someone to uh, to be a guest on the show to to be interviewed. <laughs> uh, but that said, uh, <clears throat> if you're watching us live, the audio podcast will be available usually around six or seven in the morning. I think is the time we've settled on for the audio version. Of course, the li- the the video version is 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 available as soon as we hit the the end stream button. Uh, but tell a friend, uh, share this uh, with with anyone that you know that runs Fedora, um, and help promote uh, the Fedora community, the Fedora podcast, and of course our friends over at Lenovo. Uh, so on behalf of our guest today, Mr. Mark Pearson from Lenovo, my co-host Joe. Uh, Joseph Gayoso and myself, Eric, the IT guy Hendricks. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, definitely like subscribe, hit the notification icon and, and leave some comments. Cause that helps generate uh, all the algorithmic things that we, we loathe, but appreciate when it shows us something that we actually enjoy watching. So do all the things. And until then really appreciate you joining us and we'll see you again in two weeks. Thank you all so much.